Hi, everyone. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Friday. It's Shamboodram here. Thank you so much for having me as your guest host this week. Seriously, it's been an honor. As you probably know by now, I'm a certified sexologist and host of Headspace's Hung Up, a show where I help people move on from an ex they cannot stop thinking about. And speaking of breakups, today... I'll share some lessons that my research and personal experience have taught me about how to move on after we decide to break up with someone. A breakup in my past that really stands out to me is my last breakup. And I really did not enjoy the experience of relating, living with, and towards the end, loving that individual. But that did not change the fact that even though I knew it was the healthiest and best thing for me, when we did finally break up, the withdrawal was so strong. And it was actually through that experience that led me to really research and understand why are we so drawn to our romantic partners even after we acknowledge that they don't bring out the best in us and that our best version of ourselves is not possible with them. It was through the research that I did around the science of breakups and the science of attachments that allowed me to come to terms with why I missed an ex that was not a good fit for me, and furthermore, to move on from that ex completely. And what I truly learned is that we are born to bond. That is a natural function of being a human, that we are social animals, and it is through our romantic partnerships that we seek out safety. So in acknowledging that it is beautiful that as humans we're born to bond, but also can be very dangerous if we're bonded to the wrong person, that helped to explain to me why I still held on to connections, even though being within inside of these connections was deeply harmful for me. I think understanding the science of why breakups are so hard and why attachments, specifically romantic attachments, are so strong can be an integral key to getting over breakups because it gives you a why. Because if you don't have a concrete why and an understanding for the universality of this experience, you can personalize it and tend to idealize it. Being that... Man, even though I know we weren't the best together, the fact that I miss them must mean we're destined for each other. When in truth, it just means that you've got some work to do in untangling that relationship, coming to a space, getting to know yourself more intimately, coming to love yourself more fully so that you can realize why that space was never going to be an optimal space for you, that person, or for love to thrive. So when we acknowledge that it is going to be difficult to break free after a breakup, regardless of the conditions, we can also start to come up with strategies that allow the process to be a little easier without putting ourselves in a position to relapse. And one of the ways that really worked for me with my breakup, and I often tell other people to do, is to engage in imposter hits. In essence, what you're going to do is give your brain that hit that it requires, that sense of connection with that person. Because the truth of the matter is, when we have an attachment to someone, our moods are regulated by that person just by virtue of our neurochemicals. 
So with an imposter hit, you give your brain that hit, that opportunity to reconnect, but you do it in a very synthetic way. Reread old text messages, read it as if you're reading it for the first time, as if you're talking with that person, put yourself back into that mind frame. Reread old emails. If you have old videos, watch those. What's also really important about doing this is being very mindful that through these reenactments of the past, you are not idealizing it, but instead looking at these communications as evidence as to why the two of you weren't completely compatible. So when I reread old emails, I was ensured to remember what was the context of why this person said this, how did I feel at the time, and why does this actually prove why we're not the best fit for each other and why the breakup is the healthiest thing for us. So your brain gets the satisfaction of reaching back out or re-engaging with the person, and you have an opportunity to reform the bond in a way that is true to the reality, and that reality is the two of you, as you were, as you are, are just not good for each other. When it comes to losing other forms of relationships that are platonic, be that family members, friends, could even be co-workers, we have to acknowledge that we are still losing someone whom our brains and our bodies relied on for a state of normalcy. And your brain craves what's familiar, it craves what's known. So if you remove that, there's going to be a shock to the system. So even though you might not have had a romantic relationship with that person, you should still give space for that breakup to be just as traumatic as losing a romantic partner. And in some cases, take just as long to heal from. So you want to engage in the same process of accepting where you are, how you feel, challenging yourself to reframe the way you thought of the relationship, And then trying to move forward in a way that best aligns you for connections that you're actually going to be successful in and better yet can be successful for you. All right, that's it for me. It has been a pleasure to guest host this week and be sure to check out my new podcast, Hung Up. It's out now and you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hung Up is fun. It's sexy. It's dramatic. And hopefully it's really helpful if you are trying to learn more about relationships, how to start them and how to end them peacefully. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for listening and have a great weekend. 